Expedition Unknown's Josh Gates appeared on the Today Show to reveal a pale bust of King Tut's mother, Nefertiti, that was created using 3D imaging and forensic reconstruction. White Nefertiti was a physical manifestation of the erasure and theft of black history, aka whitewashing. And poor Hoda Kotb had to stand there with Egyptian blood boiling in her veins as if White Queen Nefertiti was accurate. My only satisfaction is the subtle shade in her face. Gates worked with Dr. Aidan Dodson, an Egyptologist at the University of Bristol who claimed, This remarkable face seems to be consistent with ancient representations of Nefertiti. This is not an image of an ancient Egyptian queen with brown skin that's in a constant love affair with the sun. This is Karen from marketing after her trip to the Bahamas. White folks literally bend over backwards trying to rip ancient Egypt from its African roots. It's in Africa, get over it. Gates said, Nefertiti's accomplishments are anything but skin deep. For like many of history's most important female figures, her legacy has been obscured. You are the one obscuring her. <laughs> White people are crazy, y'all hear me? <laughs> can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be saved what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of white people won't save you i am one of your hosts jordan clark and i'm the other one cameron mason and well, we haven't done it yet, but first of all, happy happy Pride to everybody out there celebrating. Happy Pride, definitely. Yeah, I hope you're uh, enduring this the the barrage of uh, bad faith uh, corporate yeah, yeah, you guys... sponsorship that's coming your way. Uh, where everybody <laughs> it's been a pretty rough one. It's it's <laughs> wild. I mean, you know what I mean. Like every time you see it. It's. I mean, it's all bad, right? It's all equally bad. It, the pride. It's stuff, all going the, to the same place, yeah, not the people. <laughs> the Black History Month stuff, the the AIPI stuff, like the every mm -hmm. you know, like every month, <laughs> right? <laughs> where like Ford has to tell you how they love and support your community, and you're just like, Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like, nobody asked for this. If, 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 I am refraining to say any brands that yeah. I might end up working for in the future, but uh, y'all can do better. How about that? You could put a Everyone. check. Put a check on something. and then Put a check on that. And then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Anyways, <laughs> uh, this is this is another another original recipe episode, just me and Cameron this week. Just the OG recipe. Yeah, and uh, we got one that I, I, I really wanted this movie. <laughs> <laughs> when we decided upon it's, our I list. feel like more than any of them, this is the one you talked up the most. Like, been, I can't wait to watch this bullshit. And I've like, been pushing you, for it. Why have you? Why would you wait? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I was trying to figure out, you know, the best time to do it. Um, but boy, it 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 did and did not, and then did again live up to my <laughs> expectations. It was like the oh, movie I thought itself. You were going to say it did and then did not, and then did disappoint you <laughs> oh no, well i mean you know <laughs> I, nobody nobody enjoyed this movie but uh <laughs> it, we're we're about to go on a ride ladies and gentlemen because yeah. <laughs> this movie <laughs> is the movie is wild 
and the more so everything following the movie is equally wild. It is a, it's a whole wild thing we're about to unwrap here. We're talking about <laughs> Gods of Egypt, uh, <laughs> a 2016 film that I think some of you may remember. It was directed by uh, Alex Proyas, and it stars uh, Nicolaj Coster-Waldo, uh, who you might know as Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones, um, Brenton Thwaites, who you might know as Robin or Dick Grayson on Titans, Chadwick, Elodie Young, uh, Courtney Eaton, who I guess now is on Yellow Jackets. I haven't seen oh, Yellow Jackets, but I gotta she, check she's a character on there. Um, Gerard Butler, Jeffrey Rush, uh, a lot of <laughs> as Ra, the god of the sun. <laughs> Uh, a lot of a lot of names going on here. Um, you'll notice a trend with all but one of them. <laughs> this is a movie about Egypt, starring not one, not a one Egyptian, but also not, uh, Chad- not now one Egyptian, not Nan one, and and Chadwick Boseman and Elodie Young are the only people of color with predominant speaking roles in the whole movie uh so it's a trash fire it is a trash fire it had a budget of 140 million dollars it should not have been a trash fire it had a box office of 150.7 million dollars but here's the thing um the movie was you know some of these things i don't really understand how they work but more or less, what what happened was <laughs> uh, the movie got a tax credit from Australia, and so forty six percent of the budget came from that. Um, but then, on top of the just astronomical, like pr- like marketing budget, because they had they people forget this, and I forgot it until I looked it up. They had a Super Bowl commercial. So you know what those cost. No. Those are not cheap. So like they had a, the they had the trailer come out during the Super Bowl. Um and more or less like the movie is I think the number was like it lost 90 million dollars. <laughs> oh my god. So uh even though the box office is saying that it's 150, which is, you know, like 10 million more than the budget. Like in reality, it lost, and lost almost a hundred million dollars. <laughs> so that's incredible. Yeah. Well, that's not the most incredible thing you're going to hear today. <laughs> mm. um, but I guess, I guess. So the only thing that I want to say now, because there's a lot of things we're going to talk about in just a little bit. <laughs> thing I want to say now, a lot of many issues is this movie is directed by Alex Proyas, who, if you're not familiar with the name, is the director of The Crow, the original Crow, um, Dark City, iRobot, and uh, Knowing. So, like, he's got to run, you know, like he was doing some he's things. He's made some good movies. You know what I mean? And movies that I like. Like, I like The Crow. Um, I like The Crow as well. I like Dark City. I haven't seen it since I was like a little kid. I kind of don't remember it. It's really good. I mean, a lot of people consider it like the pre precursor to the Matrix. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Dark City came out, then the Matrix came out, um, and people are saying that like you know a lot. It, it did a lot of the things that the Matrix did first. Um, mm-hmm. I Robot. I think the Robot's pretty good. You know, what I mean, it's not I'm like what I Robot. Yeah, it's know. not. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, he's even got better science fiction movies. Will yeah. does uh, with I Am Legend, but right. 
still passable. Yeah. <laughs> but then this, right? <laughs> this is the yeah. last film he has made. Uh, it was 2016's Gods of Egypt. He doesn't have any other big feature films since then. He's gone on to do some shorter films. Um, it kind of seems to be what he's fallen back on and has gone as far to try to try to upstart his own short film streaming service, which he's been talking up a lot. I guess that launched sometime this year. But that's that's Alex Price is the name that I want you to keep in mind <laughs> as we go along on this journey. Um, <laughs> we we did not talk about this beforehand, so I guess we're going to figure it out now. Who wants to do the five minutes, Cam? Do you want to do it, or uh, am I going to do it? I feel like mine would be fueled by rage, mostly. Let's do it. Um, I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear it. Mine is mostly fueled by the rage that I had to like sit through this, and and I well, we watched this on um, Tubi. Tubi, shout out to the streaming service. Yeah, shout out Tubi. Even though it's got commercials, which means the movie was a full half hour longer than it needed to be. But it also got none of my money. So <laughs> yes. So shout out Tubi. Shout out Tubi. A hopeful uh, future sponsor of White People Won't Save You. Come on, come through, Tubi. We're we're here for you. That's right. We bought that Tubi coin here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, When you're ready. Oh, jeez. All right, boy. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. (laughs) Fueled by rage again. I need y'all to know. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. So this is in... Alternate universe, ancient <laughs> Egypt we're in, by the way, guys, just out the gate. And they don't tell you that either. Um, uh, so the gods of Egypt, <laughs> wink, uh, live amongst the mortals of uh, Egypt in this situation. So they're, But they're, like, uh, they're kind of like Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, where they're just like a little bigger than you. And they can touch you. <laughs> and they can also like uh, morph into animals at their... So choosing, um, if you're familiar with ancient Egyptian history at all, you'll know that these uh, ancient gods are represented by animals, uh, you know, uh, egrets, uh, jackals, things of this nature. So they can, uh, and snakes, and they can uh, transform into these animals at their choosing. All right, so this movie, um, <laughs> we got, we're, we start off at the coronation of King Osiris. He's also a god, so what is he king of? I'm confused. <laughs> uh, king Osiris is being coron- coronated, and his jealous brother, Set, uh, who's played by Gerard Butler, is just swoops in. He's like, I don't like this. I want the real power. I want, uh, you know, I, 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 I've been sidelined too long. I, I need the power. So he kills Osiris uh, right there on the spot in front of, like, everyone. And uh, Horus, played by Nikolai Costa-Waldo, uh, Jamie Lannister, it, uh, is there to, I guess, hold him in his arms as he dies there on the, on the altar. It's horrible. Everybody has to see it. He bleeds gold blood. Sure, why not? Um, <laughs> so a year later, uh, uh, Set is the, he's the evil ruler of Egypt, I guess, and hopefully the world in his in his eyes, and we meet uh, a slave named uh, what Zaya, right? Yeah, Zaya, and um, we also meet her lover Beck, 
uh, to white people who live in Egypt. And um, <laughs> and Beck is a, uh, a thief. He's out here just roaming the streets, kind of like Aladdin a little bit. He's charming. He's white. He's attractive. <laughs> and he steals shit um, in the streets of Egypt. And so uh, he was caught trying to get into Set's treasure vault. And uh, he is in, he's thrown into jail, but he's also like a slave. So at the same time, it's, it's not good for Beck. And it's also not good for Zaya. They're captured. Uh, um, I, so they're caught by um, Urshu, right? Don't ask me. <laughs> oh, man. I, see, I can't ask for help. I can't ask for you can, line. You can ask for help. Just don't ask me the names of who these characters okay. are supposed to be. They're called by another white man, as far as I was concerned, or an Italian-looking Egyptian. Yeah, Urshu. That's, he, yeah. yeah, he was an Italian-looking Egyptian. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, they capture him. And um, Urshu tells him that Zaya has... Well, Zaya gets killed on the way, gets, uh, trying to yeah, escape. she gets shot. She, she gets shot by an, an arrow by Urshu as they're trying to escape. He also tells them that uh, she is now in the land of the underworld. Yeah. Um, and she's destined to face the final gate. And at that final gate, she'll actually be dead. And, like, we can't go back for her after that point. Right? We can't travel in the underworld and try to get her at that point. Mm -hmm. So, Beck... Goes to the temple where Horus has been exiled to and uh, retrieves his eye, that his one of his eyes that was plucked out by uh, Horus. I mean, was plucked by out by Set in yeah. front of in front of everybody. He retrieves one of the eyes and he tells Horus, he's like, "Fam, I'm a good thief. I'm like Aladdin. I don't know if you heard of that guy, but we can go to Set's temple and retrieve the other eye, and then you can turn back into a uh, jackal bird or whatever you want to turn into." And he's like, "All right, bet. Let's go." So they go to the divine vessel of Ra. The God of the Sun, played by Jeffrey Rush, whose skin looks like it's going to meet the floor soon. Uh, it's just dragging off his face. He's the Sun God. He's definitely like spent a lot of time in front of it. Uh, they hop on his divine vessel and just uh, what sail through the night sky and also fight Apophis, I think, was also the name of this thing. It looked like a, the dune sandworm mm -hmm. yep. in the sky. It's one of those unintelligible action scenes that, like, special effects laden <laughs> action scenes, you can't tell what's going on, so it's just, like, dark. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's so much. It's so stupid, too. Keep running. Keep going. All right, so uh, they defeat a forest, and Ra uh, tells Horus that uh, he can still, like, transform if he, like, believes in it enough, I guess. Something like that. Something like that. Some it's whack so shit. <laughs> it's really whack because the rules of the movie changed immediately at that point, and uh, he's able to transform into the jackal without the eye, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Set manages to uh, go down to the underworld, and what? So he's trying. Basically, the movie is Beck trying to get to the gate before uh, Zaya gets to the gate, so mm -hmm. she can he can save her. Before she is, I guess, judged. Yes. And uh, Horace trying to reclaim his eye and defeat Set. 
and they meet Chadwick Boseman, who is Thoth, the god of wisdom, but there's like 50 of him for because of it's a joke, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, he's trying to figure out lettuce. And he... Yeah, he's trying to figure out the uh, the riddle of the Sphinx. Also, also has a British accent. Also has a British accent for like literally no reason, like actually no reason, and it's really weird. And he's kind of queer. It looks like I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know. know There was was a lot going on in the performance. Yeah, (laughs) it was definitely a choice because I noticed he was just like, "Let me do something, please. (laughs) (laughs) Please let me try something out." Okay, so. Set is on his journey to the underworld. He on the way. He's trying. He claims, um, what? It's Osiris's heart. He tears out Thoth's brain. Yeah, and uh, slashes the wings off Nephithis, who is yeah. his wife. Who was his wife at one point? But he's just so cruel that he doesn't even care. And he got. He also manages to get Horus's other eye, and he turns into like Super Pharaoh. I guess. Yeah, he's basically he's basically Thanos getting the Egyptian Infinity Stones. Like he's just yeah, like collecting. Yeah, that's, and there's a bracelet. There's a gauntlet. <laughs> he literally has a fucking Infinity Gauntlet full yeah. of Egyptian stones to turn him <laughs> turn him into Super Predator or yeah. whatever, Super Pharaoh. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, they fight in the middle of a giant obelisk. Well, like he goes, he goes to um, Ra, and he's like. This is my shit. Yes, now. yes. And Ra's yes. like, Set yeah, does no, this is your take shit. his super feral self to to Ra's ship, and he's like, yeah, it's mine now. It's... And Ra's like, no, please don't. Well, Ra's like, bet, go ahead. Like, you can take over the oh, ship. Oh, that's right. They fight. You know what I mean? Like, take over the ship, fight this space worm for me. And he was like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. I want to also rule over Egypt. Like, I don't want to be on your dumb ship dad yeah i don't want to <laughs> rule with you dad also he's his dad yeah so, so I'm a, I'm Ra a... grows bigger than him and like shoots him full of a pharaoh laser i but guess then he likes then... he stabs him up yeah <laughs> and then he takes his uh his staff but he's a god he's the god of the sun what know. does a stab do like i don't know dog. Dog. Don't this ask movie me. is and he bleeds out gold blood. Yeah, everybody bleeds gold. Like, yeah, all the gods bleed all gold. The, all the gods bleed gold for no reason. So, um, but yeah, so so yeah, they're fighting on top the of the the obelisk, and then they fight on top of an obelisk. Uh, Horus, what how, he doesn't he get the eye? He gets well, the eye back. So it's like they had a dumb plan about Horus being like the distraction while. Beck was like while Beck like tries to thieve the eye off. Yeah, of so him. he gets the eye and like it's one of those dumb things where like two things are falling at once and like the hero. Spider Man one if you're yeah, Spider Man one if you're looking yeah. for a reference point. So his eyes fall uh, off one side and Beck is falling off the other side. So Horace makes the jumps after like, Beck yeah, because the he's decision. Yeah, the heroic decision to save Beck and but Beck falls to his death, but like Gets a wound that we don't understand yeah. how he got, other than you fell off a goddamn obelisk and yeah. you should be splat. Yeah, and then um, Ra Ra comes back, and, and um, then Ra comes back, and and then uh, some little black water. child gives Horus his eye. Oh back. my god, that was the worst <laughs> part. That was the worst part. That was like the shit icing on top of the crap cake. Yeah, was that. Uh, the eye fell to the other side of the obelisk, and a little black girl found it and hands Jamie Lannister <laughs> the eyeball. <laughs> he puts his eyeball right back in, right in front of her, not yeah. gruesome at all. 
and then is like, thanks, kid, and walks away. And he flies away like he's a fucking Transformer. End of movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, then there's some damage. I guess everybody comes back to life. Yeah, everybody comes back to life. Like everything, all rest- order is restored. Yeah. Like, Zaya uh, is uh, retrieved just before she gets the chance to be judged at the gate. Yeah. Um, they aren't peasants anymore. The gods are restored to order, and Be- Set has been like what he got stabbed. Right, he got stabbed up. Yeah, he's basically gone. He's basically dead. And then, uh, yeah, Jamie no Lannister's like, Set. "Yo." This is fucked up. We should be judged by how good we are and not how much. Oh, he does say that. Yes. I'm changing the rules of the afterlife. Uh, Horace Luther King over here. Yeah. Um, But that is that is the movie. That's Gods of Egypt. And Cameron, (laughs) this is the question I pose to you. Yeah. So if you're from Africa, why are you white? (laughs) Worst part is I remember exactly where that's from. (laughs) Fuck you for playing that shit. Never has there in the history of the oh. show been a more like synchronous, perfect like one to one drop to movie ratio. It's perfect. Like, it's it is it's perfect. The encapsulation of everything <laughs> in one question. <laughs> Why are you white? <laughs> Why are you white? <laughs> what is happening? I. Uh, it's so noticeable too, like because they do the thing where. Uh, all the gods are white people or Eng- British people, uh, except for Chadwick and except for Elodie Young. And then all of the like peasants or like women of sexual desire uh, or you know townspeople are yeah. all brown. Servants, yeah. uh, servants, whores, and <laughs> children are brown. <laughs> and it's like, how you know I'm watching the same movie? I you know it, my guy. It is. Egypt, they would they would have died. He literally they, says the Nile is the birthplace of civilization. You can't live there without melanin. There was no sunscreen. I don't After care if Rush you're a looks god. Like he died already. He is came rock, back he as is the, the god. He is the god of the sun, and he is so pale. Chadwick should be the god of the sun. What the fuck is <laughs> talking about? But like this, like all right. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is so it's so wrong. We it's got so wrong we got a lot dog. we got a lot to talk about. But off- I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna okay, tell you like this first, ahead, real ahead. quick, real quick. I watched this movie at my job. Mm. I did not watch this movie at home. I watched this on Tubi on an iPad as God intended, <laughs> <laughs> with the sound turned way down. This shit was ass, bro. This is the worst thing I've I think I've ever watched. It is because so- it's not even a bad enjoyable movie. It's like a striving to be good terrible this is exactly movie. what i want to talk about because if this was just trash right? right if this was just a garbage film that sucked but was like so bad it was good all right that's one thing right that's kind of like i would love to laugh at a, a trash fire like you this. I, mean? I would have loved to do that but here's the here so here's the problem right amongst many problems yes. <laughs> this, this <laughs> but is, i think the main problem i think i know where you're getting this is at. the this is this is kind of what i thought about i we talked about this before we recorded is that like mm. i was getting the sense that this movie even though it came out in 2016 feels a lot like a bunch of movies from the late to mid 2000s like late early right. to mid 2000s talking like 2008 to like 2014 15 basically movies like clash of the titans 
Oh, I didn't even. I forgot I had seen Immortals. You remember Immortals? With I Henry, remember Immortals. Henry but Cavill. I definitely. Yeah, I definitely didn't see that. I must have been going through something. I don't know why I saw that in theaters. Something happened in to theaters, me. Theaters? No. I don't know. See, I ignore movies like this. I ignore movies like this on purpose. They look. Movies like Dumb. I Frankenstein, like um, yes, uh, or uh, the Sherlock Helsing. Holmes trilogy. Honestly, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm coming for you, Sherlock Holmes trilogy. Yeah. Those are not interesting movies. Movies like Van Helsing, um, Van Helsing, like Joe the Hex. Um, oh, we could go John on and Carter. On. Yeah. So basically, it's it's a movie that's like, what if we took a video game and took all the fun stuff out and kept all the perfunctory like mission so like you got to go here and somebody's <laughs> going to tell you to go get this get object and now you got to jump through like here's the uh here's the chase level and then here's the platforming level this and dungeon then platformer like, yeah and, then, and now here's the boss battle and like so it feels like you're watching a video game but like not a fun one and not one that's like <laughs> one that has terrible graphics and like uh yeah ter- terrible really gaudy graphics terrible voice acting like everything about it is bad right so like that's yeah. what it feels like let me get you in on a secret because here's some information that i think is gonna start to unravel this whole thing a lot of things are gonna make sense and then it's also gonna blow your mind two yeah. in one right this movie is written by matt Sazama and burke sharpless I don't think anybody knows who either of these two people are. Let me tell you what they've worked on. And then let's see if this starts to make sense to you. And here's the thing. I've never seen this before, ever, on anybody's Wikipedia page. But the way that it's listed out is the movie and then in another column, the Rotten Tomato score. (laughs) No, 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 no. Let me read off their filmography to you, Cameron. Oh, God. First movie, Out the Gate, Dracula Untold. Oh, fuck off. Oh, (laughs) wait, 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 wait. Dracula Untold, was that? Dracula Untold was... Nicolas Cage? Nah, who was it? It was was the one with Luke Evans. Yeah, oh, poor. Sorry to these men. Sorry to all these men. First movie out the gate, Dracula Untold. Next movie, the next year, 2015. What? The Last Witch Hunter. Uh Uh-uh. The next movie, the next year, Gods of Egypt. Oh, man. The next movie, (laughs) the next year, 2017, (laughs) the Power Rangers reboot. Reboot? Oh. And then... Mm. Their most recent film. Here we go. 2022's Morbius. It's Morbid Time. No! <laughs> it's Morbid Time. It's Morbid Time, boys and girls. Oh my God. That's, yeah. Rotten this Tomato tracks. scores, just reading it down 25% Dracula Untold, 17% The Last Witch Hunter, 15% Gods of Egypt, 51% Power Rangers, 17% Morbius. You're, that's a thirty-something average. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, that just almost gets you over a hundred percent. If you add it all, <laughs> all up. together, that's a little Yo, over a hundred percent, dog. Like this feels like the inverse <laughs> of Stevie Wonder's like insane talking book through hotter than July run, 
Where <laughs> it's like it's like the cultural inverse of that shit. <laughs> shout out, shout out Black Music Month, y'all. Cam. Between the two of us, right? <laughs> we're hustling. We're grinding. <laughs> we're trying to do artistic things. We would we would love to get fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I mean? These motherfuckers made Dracula Untold. Then somebody said, "Do you want to make another movie?" And then they made The Last Witch Hunter. And then somebody said, "Do you want to make another movie?" <laughs> and then they made Dracula. And then they made Gods of Egypt. And then somebody said, "Do you want to make another movie?" After that. <laughs> and then they got brought back to make the worst movie of 2022. You know what I mean? I just I don't I I my one of two things no. is happening. Either they have salacious information on somebody <laughs> or they are basically working for free. Right? Because otherwise I don't understand how they could continuously get hired to write these films that are here's the thing. These movies did make some money, you know what I mean? But like to diminishing returns, right? Again, like Gods of Egypt yeah. lost $90 million. Like something like that, like the director who actually made some good movies in the past hasn't had another movie. You know what I mean? The people who wrote this movie. Alex <laughs> the people who wrote this movie made another movie the next year. And then apparently somehow were the showrunners and executive producers of Lost in Space on Netflix. And then that's them got to make Morbius. <laughs> I don't the math isn't math and I don't understand what's happening. But it explains it's, perfectly it's, why this movie is the way that it is. I've I've literally ignored every project of theirs. <laughs> just just every time because I've seen all now I that I look at the you know the posters of each one. I've seen the trailer for each of these movies. Mm -hmm. I know what these movies are now. Mm -hmm. Dracula Untold. I remember that. Again, sorry to Luke Evans that don't know who you are. Uh, but last, <laughs> last Witch Hunter with Vin Diesel. I do. I do remember that. I yeah. do remember seeing the trailer for Gods of Egypt. Uh, Power Rangers. I remember that. And then being like, I don't care enough. And yeah. then it was Morbius. Fun. We all know what happened, mm -hmm. and the trolls are keeping it alive. <laughs> yep. But they got they My got favorite. a part two. I wonder if these dudes are coming back to write part two. You know, they really got the part two. That's really going to happen. They got Morbius part two. But then these same people are allegedly working on the alleged Madam <laughs> Web movie that Sony is also going to make one of their other many Spider-Man spinoff films. So what? we'll see if that actually sees the light of day. But like these are working they probably will though. <laughs> these are people who get paid to make movies. Dear Hollywood God, if you hear <laughs> me and Jordan, if you you you've you've seen what we've done, dear Lord, <laughs> you know we were we are capable of more than these men. <laughs> Please, I just my mind is blown. Here's something that's also going to blow your mind. The director of Dracula Untold is Gary Shore. Gary Shore, the original director of Dracula Untold, Alex Proyas. He's been, he been on that bullshit for a minute. He was going to direct the movie, and then they were like, nah, bro, that's too expensive. We can't uh, fund that film. <laughs> we got to bring that down a bit. You got some vision, man. I, I don't, but, I don't like but that. Then, but then he got linked up with them again 
to make gods of <laughs> the Egypt. boys are back in town you know what i mean so you can one can only imagine uh <laughs> but that's i think that's just the biggest sin of the film is that it's it's boring as fuck oh uh, my god it is unintelligible at points and like i really am not sure who or what is supposed to be the driving force behind this movie because everything about it, it's one of those movies where they just assume because you're watching a movie, you're invested, <laughs> right? Mm. Like these are the main no, the, characters. It, it, it's, so it's that. Go but it's also it. engineered. It's also engineered as like a, like a thrill ride kind of movie. So right. just because there's action scenes, again, you're supposed to be propelled through the movie. You're supposed to care. Yeah. But it's like, like just because there's action scenes in I general. I don't give a fuck about Beck. Good or Doc. bad. Like, dude shows up. Oh I don't know God. shit about him. He I rolls don't know up. him. I don't know if this woman is his girlfriend or a woman he's trying to impress or like what and is going on. all of a sudden, he's, she's like the love of his life. I was and like, then she gets I shot. No, you. And I, I guess I'm supposed to be sad because she's dead. And I guess I'm supposed to want him to bring her back to life because he's sad. But yeah. like. Yeah. I, he's I sad don't. and he's small. <laughs> I don't care. Set wants to rule Egypt because Cause for he reasons. Hates, he hates his dad. He hates his dad, and he's and his brother got to do it for a long time, and now it's his turn. But it's yeah. like it's not even one of those things because like when you have movies where the bad guys like I mean almost kind of like Black Panther, right? Where it's just like you know, all right, y'all ain't doing enough. You know what I mean? Like, y'all got all this power and all this wealth and all this whatever, but, like, y'all really should be doing doing X, Y, and Z, right? No, he doesn't want to do anything more. He just wants to be in charge, you know? Like, he's not, like, Egypt needs to start progressing out and, like, you know, like, taking more in. It should be the biggest kingdom that ever existed, or... Well, that's that's also the thing about this movie is that Egypt was that birthplace of civilization, of innovation of literally mathematics yeah. <laughs> like an industrious nation an industrious hub and this movie is just like there were a lot of pretty brown people and they had gold to offer up yep and they built pyramids remember the pyramids they built those things well let's talk about all this other bullshit right because like when you first let's... come in you're like doing like a big zoom through of Egypt? Yes. We're not I don't know if they ever tell us where we are. I don't know if we're in Cairo. Cairo. Yeah. Alexandria. You know what I mean? Like any of the the movie does not give a shit. You are in Egypt. We're just in Egypt writ large. It's a big country. I don't know. We could have been anywhere. But you you zoom into what looks like a semi modern city, right? Like there's a bunch of shit in there that's just like this could be like a modern day street market. You know, mm-hmm. and like nothing is explained, and like part of what <laughs> we'll get into. We just... get there. We get there at the coronation. Yeah, we'll get into this in just a little bit, right? Because one of the many things that Alex Perez has said <laughs> is that yeah. he, uh, like, they wanted to make it. It's a fantasy, right? Is his is his <laughs> defense is that this is not real. We're not aiming for historical accuracy, and so like Egypt is a place where like, you know, a lot of people came. Like there was a lot of, I I guess he was trying to make some kind of point that Egypt was like a multicultural 
society, but like that is one a lie, but two that didn't like, happen yet. I don't or really at all. People came to Egypt, right? Or you know, yeah. from Europe and from Asia and from other parts of Africa, but like people didn't move to Egypt, right? You know what I mean? Because people yeah. didn't really move anywhere. <laughs> in those times you didn't you couldn't pull up the zillow for for cairo and like see what was available because you couldn't move into a new home unless Ooh, hun, you, this pyramid looks lovely yeah you had to build that shit like think about think about today if you were if you had to move and your options and you you could you had to move an hour away and you didn't have a car the, at most you had a horse at worst you had to put all of your things on a cart and carry it with you to the new home nobody's doing that you know what i mean like people didn't go play you know what i mean like in in these times people didn't go anywhere unless Just it was take necessary trips. to do that you know what i mean like unless they were trading Yes, like unless it was part of their job or like literally war, famine, other things caused you to have to leave where you yeah. lived. You know what I mean? But so this the, movie portrays Egypt like all kinds of people are there. Like, like people I'm were just Asian people. There, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm seeing all kinds of. I'm seeing Italian Egyptians. I'm seeing like if 400 black people had just showed up to Paris in like medieval times, like that's yeah. an invasion. Like they would, <laughs> they would have locked the gate. You couldn't come in. Like, like where did all these dark people come from? <laughs> you know, like black people were everywhere. You know what I mean? And, and so were you know I mean, Latin we were. people and Asian people. You know what I mean? Like you look throughout the history, specifically in certain areas where they're you mm-hmm. know like you're talking about Northern Africa, you're talking about the Middle East, you're talking about you know places where it was feasible for there to be travel and like you know people right. to get around and move places and even in, in extreme circumstances right like people from china and from korea and other places did travel to africa but like mm-hmm. again that wasn't like a that was like months of yeah. travel without a map like you just you know what i mean <laughs> you like, just went in a direction <laughs> and hope for the best when you got right. there so it wasn't even like oh yeah like we're like we're gonna come to like egypt for the summertime because i heard it's nice you know, <laughs> it's like, no, like if people were moving the end, the last thing is like any place, right? Any place during these times specifically, it wasn't like they were, I mean, some places were very much so like, if you, if we don't know you, if you're not from here, you can't come here. Like you can't live here. Right. Like we will. Right. Dr- either drive you out or like you will, <laughs> you you will be of the bottom class. You know what I mean? Like you just can't. So like right. it was like people from like, you know, Ghana weren't coming to Egypt to like live there. <laughs> <laughs> so like even with living it out in Egypt, <laughs> yeah, even within Africa, it wasn't like people were like, yeah, I heard Egypt is nice. Like let's move up there. Yeah. Like you couldn't. You were a, if you were a Ghanaian, you couldn't come to Egypt to like just 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 lax to just, chill yeah just put up like <laughs> pitch tent and like live you know <laughs> in the city limits like you could come and visit you know mm-hmm. but like a lot of these places were also going to war with each other so like you were just That's as true. likely to become a slave true. 
as you were to like move into the city. So like it so was it's not really like a cosmopolitan situation. No, you know what I mean. So like <laughs> that's that's the thing. So here's part of the argument, and again, we'll get into this more in depth where we get to the research. But part of what they are saying is that the reason that they didn't cast a more accurate <laughs> group of people is that one it, you know the same the same old box office reasonings right um and two oh mm. you know what i mean like he's he was talking a lot about you know australia has you know limits on how many foreign actors you can import or like all kinds of other weird bullshit that i guess might be true but i don't really understand but here's the uh, thing yeah. right Here's my question, because <laughs> this is where this is where <laughs> all of this falls apart. Sh okay, sure, right. Your assumption, your idea is that we cannot find a because what you're saying when you say that this is a box office decision, we had to cast this way because they wouldn't give us money to fund it or whatever, right? You're saying yeah. that a you don't believe that there is such a thing as a bankable black star. Right, you don't think that there's any black person who could fund a movie by their name, right? Like that's basically your argument. It's like there's not, we can't find one anyone <laughs> to be in anyone. our movie. There's nobody. Nobody's a big enough. Because I understand, right? Like the the mentality is basically like when somebody asks you, "Do you want to go to this party?" and you're like, "Well, who all gonna be there?" Right. right. That's what that's what right. investors in that's the movie want to know. Made. Who well, that's who's how in movies it? get made? Who's gonna be in it? Who, who, who's, who's your star? <laughs> You know, and so you're saying that there's no black stars that would even remotely, you know, get you the money that you were looking for. But also, <laughs> mm -hmm. everybody in this movie is British, like not, not like not like they're not Australian. Well, no, I'm not even talking about like the cast. I'm talking about in the movie. <laughs> okay. They all have British accents. You mean you mean the obvious bullshit here? Yes, that none of them are British. They are Egyptian people talking with British accents. And so, if you're telling me that you are creating a multicultural Egypt, why is everybody British? <laughs> why, why are is, most of them white? Why is everybody British and white? Why is everybody talking? Because here's the thing: your boy from Game of Thrones, he ain't British. He's from like Denmark or like, you know what I mean? so that's not even how he talks. You know what I'm saying? So you got him he in there. On for you he got Nicolaj in there with his British accent. You got uh, Gerard Butler with his his Scottish accent yeah. <laughs> in there. For some reason, Chadwick Boseman has to do a British accent. Um, He's an American. He's American. Who wasn't even selling? Who wasn't even selling movies like that? I mean. Uh, at that point, we probably had Thurgood. Yeah, he had just been on Get. Uh, he was he was just in Get On Up, and he was about to be in Black Panther. Oh, that's so the timeline. He's, he's Black Panther at that point. Yeah. Hmm. You got Elodie uh, Young, tough. who is French, <laughs> <laughs> yes. doing a British accent. You got Brenton Thwaites, who is Australian. Yeah, French and Cambodian, by the way. Yeah. You know, so like everybody here is doing a British accent. My man, who you know is as another white person who is Anubis, is doing a British <laughs> accent. You got the uh, Sphinx, who is thank God a black person. 
uh, doing a British accent. So everybody's British. So like, if you're telling me that this is a multicultural world, that you, why is nobody Italian? Why is nobody? Right. Why is nobody? Af- why is why is why is uh, Toth not African? You're like, not, why can't you're like, he? Why, why can he not be African? Why does he have to speak with a British accent? So, to put a pin on your point, you're you're saying that this movie is not even playing by its own rules that they're already breaking. <laughs> that like this cosmopolitan random Egyptian city that we just don't know what it is it contains a multitude of brown people and the gods of yes. the white gods that rule over them. Yes. But these gods can't even look like the people they rule. They all have to be white and British. They all have to be white, and but they all have to again. They all have to speak with a British accent. You know what I mean? Like which nobody, isn't even the appropriate accent. Which is it's not, just an otherist accent. Which it will. What it is is like because that's what happens even in like classical in most Greek movies, movies and, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody speaks with a British accent. It's like, dog, this is Greece. You know, this is Rome. Like this, this is not how they spoke. <laughs> I don't know why you're doing this, but I think that's the association that we make, at least in in uh, you know Western culture, is that anybody who's yeah. from a before time, <laughs> you know, from the ancient times, all spoke with a fine British accent. You know what I mean? When is that? When is that? When is that time? When is that point? Because when does it go back to like the like, 1920s? Are we going back to know. the 10s where we speak? In British accents, are we yeah. like the 1890s? Do we speak in British accents in America? Like, I don't know what's that. going on. Like, because we do it too. We be in our own yeah. movies speaking <laughs> with British accents in like the early 1800s, and we know Boston still sounded like a shithole in the you know 1800s. It, it sure did. A boy, pass me a newspaper. Yeah. That 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 is one of my main gripes with this movie. It's just like, all right, bro. Even if you're gonna lie to me and tell me that you know this is a multicultural fantasy world that you created, if everybody's speaking like they're from London, <laughs> <laughs> even the people of color, like even like the right. the uh, the black henchman woman, did she also have a British right. accent? You know what I mean? Uh, the oh lady riding God. the snake. I forget. I, she only had five lines. She, yeah, <laughs> before she was choked and it burned blown alive. Up. Oh wait! By the way, by the way, this was my favorite part in the movie. I was at my job, and we were me and my coworkers were sort of watching the movie. And it was this whole movie is preposterous by this yeah. point. But the snake chase was even more preposterous. And I was like, okay, so the snake spits fire breath. Yes. Okay, so when the snake falls off the obelisk, which it does. Yes. <laughs> two seconds before it happened. Bet the snakes won't explode. <laughs> that snake, it blew up <laughs> like the 4th of July. I was like, come on. This movie is that predictable and boring and just like, yeah. it's just showing you shit to show you shit. Showing like, you they're just... literally like two random ladies riding snakes. Like, where did you get the snakes from? They just showed up. They're apparently like sets like... Henchmen? Like goons, yeah. You know what I mean? But like, they were just like, you should have really... sent us. Because before he's got like a... Like a minotaur that he like beheads because he was yeah. displeased with him getting fucked up by Horus. Yeah, he like, lo- he lost the match, so yeah. uh, he got he got beheaded. Yeah, but like then these two, yeah, these two goons show up, and all of a sudden it's just like ride your snakes to like because here's the other part: ride in on your snakes. And right. Well, here's the other part God. because like so we're playing fast and loose with you know Egyptian culture, anyways. Mm-hmm. Here's okay. Wait, before I go to this point, let me finish up this previous point because this is the <laughs> so this is the biggest thing, right? Tying into all of this stuff. So if we have a multicultural 
you know, then why is everybody British, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah, yeah. You never do this shit with, with the Greek pantheon, with the Rome pantheon. Like they're never black or Asian or mm. <laughs> native yeah. or, you know what I mean? Like they're always just white people. And that's just the always expectation is that they're always going to be white people. Hercule, I mean, even, even in, I don't know, we'll have to see. I haven't seen everything yet, you know, from the new Thor movie, but like, they sure they sure didn't cast a black man to be Zeus. <laughs> you know I mean? No, we were. Um, they don't have a multicultural he, pantheon was it there. Idris Elba in the he was the villain in like the Idris, second one. Idris Elba uh, was in the f- I think he was in the first two. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm being a bad comic book fan right now. I forget his character's name, but like he's basically like the. Uh, protector of the rainbow bridge like he's he sees everything yes. and he like calls the bridge um so like that was i guess that's a, like the one that's a gimme one. for that but yeah but everything else every other time there's never even i mean like you know in, he's also dead now by the way <laughs> spoiler alert even in like shakespeare i think it's only only been denzel twice right oh like, yeah much ado about nothing and the yeah, tragedy of Macbeth. yeah but besides that like we don't even get like I think it was the Baz Luhrmann, uh, Romeo and Juliet that we got, like, at least, you know, John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo and your dude, uh, homeboy from Lost, Harold Perrineau. But most of that other stuff, every time you have something like that, it's just like, nah, y'all weren't there unless it's Othello. You know what I mean? And you can't can't be there because this is, this is one of my dad's biggest pet peeves is like for example he loves um a christmas carol and so he'll watch sure. every version of a christmas carol but there was the latest version of a christmas carol i think they did for the bbc where one of the main characters was black and they did it in a way that was just like they just lived with everybody like like they just happened to be black but nothing like he else wasn't has changed called a negro or something weird <laughs> at least once yeah. during like the time that that movie took place but it's like you can't you can't do that you know what i mean like yeah. you just can't say oh yeah like we're trying to make things more modern and correct by just dumping and more accessible yeah dumping people of color into these situations where they weren't they weren't and, and and acting like they were always welcomed and loved you know what i mean what it's just like but then excluding them from places where they actually were cuz it's called in droves gods of egypt <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> which is it's just what like yeah i want to i want to wrap up just talking about the movie cuz we should get into a bit more about the film uh, but the, I guess the main problem is there really isn't a lot to get into because it really is just a dumb, empty movie. We explained it. We explained the scenes and the yeah. the movie is like the most empty puzzle box movie you've ever seen. That's yeah. the problem with it. That, bef- I mean, after all the <laughs> after all the bullshit, insidious yeah. racist bullshit that is presented to us. Uh, the worst part, the worst offense is that it's boring and hollow and mm. like unnecessary. And you, the worst part is y'all spend so much money on it. Like for such an, for such a big tentpole size movie. I mean, it got a Super Bowl commercial and all this. 
for it to end up being just so empty and offer its audience nothing by way of like interest in what the gods actually did other than like because it's already a um an alternate universe so it's not even something that you could like want to research i mean sure the the gods were based on animals but to just be transforming them into transform into them like transformers i mean this movie looks and feels like a transformers movie more so than it does feel like an interesting uh just exploration of not myth mythos well because even stargate right that movie at least two things one was like Oh no, this like this is this is bullshit. Like we're not even pretending this is yes. like Egypt for yes. real. Like we are I guess maybe trying to skirt around everything by saying this is a different planet. It's a different <laughs> planet straight up. You know, we're going the chariot of the gods route where like maybe Egyptians were like aliens or like the gods of Egypt were just yeah, aliens that came to earth. More and... erasure, more erasure. Yeah, it's not good, but it's like we're not even we're not even trying to give you Egypt as actually was like we are we are we are taking our egyptian trappings putting them on a different planet playing Mm. fast and loose with that right but Mm. even strangely enough that movie felt somehow more faithful to actual egyptian like lore and like architecture and like visual aesthetics than this movie did where this movie was just like (laughs) all right Y'all know Egypt, right? Well, so <laughs> here's <laughs> kind of the, they got an ankh here's sorta somewhere. Egypt. <laughs> there's a pyramid. The Sphinx is kind of here. You know there's some I mean? trees. Like there's some palm trees. Because like if you're gonna go, irrigation. If you're gonna irrigation. go there, like go there. Like give them like fucking flying cars and like let them shoot yeah. shit out of like staffs and like just go crazy with it. Like why are we up to a point? Right you know, kind of like treading this line where it's like, we've got fantastical gods who turn into different things and have powers and like are able to do this stuff. And then like, yeah, but also actually beholden to, yeah. Also believe this is Egypt though. Like for real, you know? And it's like, why, like, why would we, why would I do that? Like, if you're just going to make it up as you go along, like what's the point of trying to make it feel like it is, the actual like anything. yeah Make it feel like anything i i would have rather they just didn't even use the names of the actual gods i'd rather they were just yeah. like and this one was smoky <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know anything anything well so i would rather them have weird alien names than they like plucked actual gods and like gave them Um, yeah well two quick points fake wants and needs (laughs) two quick points before we move on to the research which again cam you're gonna want to if you have you had have you had a drink you might want to sip you know what i actually (laughs) i I am gonna pour a drink i actually am gonna pour a drink because this shit is some bullshit want to pour a drink before we get to the the drinking portion of the show um two quick things first i mean you know for even for what he had we got to give chadley Because he was trying, he's, brother. He was out here. He's trying. He's actually trying. Everyone <laughs> else is not. No one makes a choice. That's also the, yeah. the, the thing about this movie, a, a performance-wise. Yeah. That's just really foul. Is like nobody's doing anything. No. No one's. No one's making a choice. No one says, uh, uh, "Horus is this kind of god," or like even in the whole like 
bad versus uh, good versus evil mm-hmm. thing of it. Like, there's no heroic aspects to Horus. Yeah. He's just a guy who was ruling, and Set is just a bad guy who wasn't. And yeah. they both had the same dad, and he killed that guy in the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, like that's his only. He took his, his eye. Only he wants driving it back. Force. He wants his eyes back. And apparently, you could just like pluck him out of your head yeah. and pull him. Put yeah, him right when back he in, pulled like, Chadwick's just... brain out of his head, I was like. Come on, B. Like, he's the only yeah. black person in the movie. <laughs> Why you gotta, like, do, do him so he dirty, him, like, too. a Mortal Kombat fatality. Um, he really did. So, yeah, I mean, just, just you know, Chadwick, they make a strange choice to have him duplicate so himself. He, and the only he's is... He's the god of wisdom, and he's researching everything at once. So he needs many bodies, I guess, to do it? And they're like, he doesn't trust anybody but himself. So himself. he made copies of himself but then we never see that applied again to anything like that's right because that he does sequence. go on the journey for a bit yeah but he never pulls out his superpower which would have been awesome yeah like he gets the riddle of the sphinx wrong and then the sphinx tries to fuck him up and then yeah i guess he like guesses it right eventually also but... isn't the riddle of the sphinx not that riddle I don't know. I I mean, dog. Like the famed riddle of the Sphinx is. Don't apply logic or history to this movie. <laughs> You're gonna hurt yourself. This is not. This is not what this is. Um, oh my god! It, it, it's just like, because if I know something as basic as that, then why yeah. doesn't the movie know that thing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know Ra's the god of the sun, you did minimal work, fam. You did yeah. like. You know, again, the God of the Sun found out that New York University is in New York City. Like, you know, God great. of the Sun with negative melanin. <laughs> you know I mean? Literally, his skin is falling off his face. <laughs> un- I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, Just the Harry Potterist white man they could find <laughs> and put plopped him down in Egypt. Yeah, no melanin applied, no SPF. Just the sun directly on your skin. So. I guess the last part is like I I had to pull out my timer because I was just like I what's what's happening like I I need to know between a person of color's line to the next mm. person of color's line how long does that last and in this movie there are two 20 plus minute stretches where no people of color say anything or, or even on screen. So, like, Elodie Young says something at some point in the beginning of the movie, and then we cut away from her, and Chadwick shows up in the beginning, but then doesn't show up he's until, at the coronation. like, halfway through the film. So, like, mm-hmm. he's gone from the movie for almost an hour. Uh, yeah. And then we get to his part, and then there's the part where the black woman is riding the snake, and I guess she gets to say two things. So, like, there's a long gap between that. So, like, there's these big minute, And then after, I, I guess Elodie Young shows up and she kind of goes on the journey with her. But then once she, she, ends up, once she, she gets sucked Chadwick away. She replaces on the journey. Yeah. Once she gets sucked away, a, a black person doesn't talk she sacrifices until the herself. end of the movie. Until Chadwick comes back. That's the next time that you hear a person of color talk. So, that's the yeah. next big 20-minute gap of time. So, like, again, a movie called Gods of Egypt. And there's... 40 plus minutes in a two hour film where no people of color say anything and are barely even present. 
This is white people in a journey in Egypt. White people in Africa making making their way uh, <laughs> through the African continent yes. without us. <laughs> so. All right, Karen. I don't know if you poured your drink yet, but we're. we're I'm going to pour that drink. Actually, we're about to get into some things. I I want you to to just this what I'm about to read to you. <laughs> I have Bluetooth headphones. I'm going to follow this. What I'm about to read to you is like it's a movie unto itself, right? Like it's a it's a journey, it's a film unto itself because there's twists and turns. It starts out leading you one way and then it comes back in on itself uh it is fascinating this is maybe there's mike binder black or white which is like s tier level and then there's like even just you know a couple episodes back with uh mississippi burning where my guy was blaming uh coretta scott king for him not getting an oscar (laughs) And so you've got, you know, because there's that, because there's, 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 there's stuff like the help, you know, where white people are like, well, I had a maid and I wanted to make a movie about my maid, you know, and you're just kind of like, all right, sure, (laughs) whatever. But then there's movies like this where it is like the, the, the mental gymnastics and the journey is, is fascinating. So this movie, again, comes out in 2016. There is a trailer for this movie, like we said, at the Super Bowl. Immediately after the trailer comes out, people are already smelling the bullshit. There's outrage on Twitter, as there is one to be. People are calling out the movie. Uh, Even to the point where uh, (laughs) one Bette Midler tweeted, movie hashtag gods of Egypt in which everyone is white Egyptians in history and today have never been white. Bring back geography. It's Africa. So that's Bet Midler, oh. okay, Bet going in on this movie when when the trailer comes out. Of course, there's a lot of other stuff you know that you see, but I'm gonna drink one for Bet. I'm gonna sip one for Bet. <laughs> you know, at the time, right? There's a lot of people who who come out. Uh, Ava Ava DuVernay is one of them. Thank God. Oh well, let me let me read what she says because. Um, <laughs> They immediately apologize, right? So, um, like, <laughs> they know what they did. Yeah, Lionsgate and uh, Alex Perez, like, just basically apologize for what everybody was seeing in terms of the. Um, they were like, oops, oops, the oops, casting. Oops, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. And. Avery DuVernay said, this kind of apology never happens. And for something that happens all the time, this is an unusual occurrence worth noting, right? So, like, she's she's giving them credit. I will read the apologies for you, right? So, Alex Perez, for his part, says, The process of casting a movie has many complicated variables, but it is clear that our casting choices should have been more diverse. I sincerely apologize to those who were offended by the decisions we made. Uh Lionsgate then followed up and says, we recognize that it is our responsibility to help ensure that casting decisions reflect the diversity and culture of the time periods portrayed. In this instance, we failed to live up to our own standards of sensitivity and diversity, for which we sincerely apologize. Um, Lionsgate is deeply committed to making films that reflect the diversity of our audiences. We have, can, and will continue to do better. Right Now, contrasting that with just literally the previous year, Ridley Scott 
making Gods and Kings Exodus, which is a movie <laughs> uh, that is very similar, right, in terms of casting white people into ancient Egyptian uh, times. It had, wasn't it Joel Edgerton and uh, Christian Bale? You got it. Yeah. So this is Ridley Scott's apology, non-apology. And which he says, I can't mount a film of this budget where I have to rely on tax rebates in Spain and say that my lead actor is Muhammad and so and so and from such and such. I'm not going to get it financed. So the question doesn't even come up. Right. So he's basically like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. They ain't giving me money for movies with niggas from such and such, wherever, wherever. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm a cast Christian Bale and some other white people and, and get this movie made. So, Lions. Really, Scott said, "No new niggas." <laughs> <laughs> he was he was basically like, "All right, sure, you know, we can't we can't do these with black people." You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no mm. way they're going to give us money for this. So, Lionsgate, Alex Perez, you would think learned from that. You know what I mean? Like, even even I think the year before that was when uh, Cameron Crowe cast um, Emma Stone. Yeah. In Aloha. Because she is technically some small percentage Asian. And he was like, Emma Stone? Good enough. Yeah. What? Like, in the same way that some white people are Cherokee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Emma Stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emma Stone is Asian, like Halsey is black. Yeah. Like, it's like, it, I guess technically. Sorry, Halsey, but not sorry. Yeah. You, if you pull up the, the 23andMe, I guess, sure, that will show up. But sure. Like, you know, nobody's really counting that. Uh, Dog. So you think, they, you think they would have made that adjustment, right? But as we continue on, so that was the initial backlash, right? Then the posters came out and there was more backlash. And so the movie comes out and Alex Perez is basically melting down in real time and i'll read a number of choice quotes from alex Preyas. uh karen get that drink ready so this is from a forbes article <laughs> uh and Preyas explains as i've already mentioned the world of gods of egypt never really existed it's inspired by egyptian mythology but it makes no attempt at historical accuracy because that would be pointless none of the events in the movie ever really happened it is about as reality-based as Star Wars, which is not real at all. Maybe one day it will get to make further chapters. I will reveal the context of when and where of the story. But one thing is for sure, it is not set in ancient Egypt at all. Right? So he's basically saying, I called my movie Gods of Egypt, but this ain't Egypt. So don't, <laughs> don't, even, don't even come at me with all that bullshit because I didn't make a movie about Egypt, even though it is titled Gods of Egypt. My man hit you with the jujitsu. <laughs> was like, it's gods of Egypt, Alex. And he's like, well, really, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you need to open your third eye. So, You're not looking at the same movie I'm looking at. Open your Horus eye. Open your eye of Horus and see this movie for what it really is, which is Star Wars. <laughs> on his Facebook page, which will come up a lot uh, in this research. <laughs> no, I don't like this. <laughs> he posted i could be wrong but i think this year gods of egypt is one of the very few original large budget studio movies such a sad state Eat of affairs is oh this really gosh, what audiences want these days every movie has to be tied into some other movie so everyone knows exactly what they are getting before they step into the cinema just like going to mcdonald's anywhere in the world and the burgers <laughs> are always going to taste the same 
He insists that my movie is not intended to be history. It is inspired by myth, a fantasy film, a work of the imagination. Therefore, under the rules of creative license and artistic freedom of expression, I cast the actors I consider right for the roles. <laughs> it is, of course, everyone's right to disagree with me. That's art. Right? This mental jujitsu that these directors like employ once they like, you were wrong. And he's like, but was I? Yep. <laughs> my movie was my movie, and you didn't direct my movie. So, <laughs> Well, he continues on. It's common, for actors, it's common for actors to play a, a character of different nationality to their own. Sean Connery, a Scot, played a Russian. Omar Sharif, an Egyptian, also played a Russian. Meryl Streep played an Australian. Anthony Quinn, a Mexican, played almost anybody ethnic. And every no Australian like actor puts out every Australian actor puts on an American accent now and then pretends to be a Yank. There was an outcry when Chinese actors played Japanese characters in a fairly recent film, but generally this is a focus of concern. But of course there is a justified concern, as there should be, of casting against race an example of whitewashing, i.e. casting a white actor to represent a person of color for the specific reason of appeal to a perceived predominantly white audience. Though ironically, I doubt there really is such an audience anymore in most parts of the world. Here's the part that you're going to have to sift this drink for. This is still Alex Poirier speaking. As a modern-day Egyptian of Greek ancestry, which goes back to the time of Alexander the Great, I was born into a colorblind culture and Egypt. Like the countries immediately surrounding it has been for at least the last 2,000 years a mixing pot of peoples. Middle Eastern, Mediterranean, African, a true crossroads of civilization. Culturally and racially. Was this the case during the time of the pyramids? Perhaps not, but we don't know for certain. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you hate yourself, Alex Forrest? Why do you hate yourself? So, plot twist. He's Egyptian. (laughs) He's Egyptian. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. He's. Oh God. <laughs> I needed that. Oh my God. This is. Whoa, whoa. Pause. <laughs> the <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So wait, 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 wait. He didn't even. He didn't even start with that shit. He was like. Hold up. Y'all didn't make my movie. I made my movie, so you're wrong. And on top of it, I'm Egyptian, so don't come for me, fam. Secret Egyptian. There were Mediterranean people all over the place, and there were African people all over the place, (laughs) and I'm not wrong. Or maybe not. Who's to say? Who can really say say for sure? Who can really say what happened ever? (laughs) My man literally was like, my movie is not in Egypt. It's, It's Egypt, but not Egypt. You think you read you what you see is God is God's Egypt, but what you think you see is that money. He's baby. trying to that give money you that bling bling. He's trying to give you that Obi Wan, not the George you're looking for. Uh, <laughs> he really tried it. Oh, uh, and your dude is Egyptian. As a uh, again, I read it. I read it from his mouth. As a modern day Egyptian oh. of Greek ancestry, which goes back to the time of Alexander Shut. the Great. <laughs> so he's. Pulling Alexander the Great, and he's he's name checking Alexander yeah. the Great in his bullshit argument against not casting any brown people. Yes, but I mean, really, the point uh, of that is, and you don't even go here, right? Because it's the right. same. We'll we'll say it again and again and again, right? Like nationality, Egyptian, right? Ethnicity, Greek. 
Right. He is very much a white man. He moved to Australia when he was three. So, you know what I mean? Like, when you hear him talk, it's just a full Australian accent. He's more or less an Australian man. He was born in Egypt, you know, again, to Greek parents. But, like, think about that, right? You are at least, and he's running around claiming it, right? My claiming, man. claiming Egypt. <laughs> and then he makes this movie. You know what I'm saying? My man was like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me, I'm Alex Proyas, baby. <laughs> you don't know. He literally like took that interview after listening to the 444. He took off his headphones. He's like, nigga, I'm me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what you want to say about my movie? I'm great, stupid. Shut up. <laughs> so he will go on uh, to say that. Of course he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I cast the best actors for the roles. I stand by these decisions. The casting is an attempt to include all people, partly suggestives of the Egypt that I know based on my own cultural heritage, but clearly and most importantly, a work of the imagination to exclude any one race in service of the hypothetical theory of historical accuracy, particularly in a film that is not attempting to be history, rather a fantasy film that would have been biased. So, Miss me with that history shit, bro. Again, listen to this part that I uh, clearly to exclude <laughs> any one race in service of a hypothetical theory, hypothetical of theory. historical accuracy. Your boy was like, "I know words too. I have a vocabulary. I can hit you with these words." Right. You're not ready. <laughs> not not that Egypt was. I don't know one of the first and most (laughs) extensive cultures that documented its own history. They wrote the shit down. It's not theoretical. You can literally read about it. They were telling you about it. They were like, look around us. (laughs) You know what I mean? And again, you are telling me that you grew up there. You know what I mean? Like first three years of your life in Egypt. And you're telling me that I guess it's just theoretical now. Of course, my man isn't done. He goes on to say, of course, uh, in a perfect world, there would be a greater pool of English-speaking Egyptian actors. Let that Uh, resonate again. English-speaking Egyptian actors. I I need all my (laughs) English-speaking Egyptian actors to just sit down. (laughs) To just sit down. Because Alex Proyas is talking. A real god of Egypt is talking. A real god of Egypt. Also, again, one of many colonized countries... (laughs) They don't speak English. <laughs> I, man I don't. It's like he's never been to. Oh, he I'm grew up to, in he's Egypt. It's like the Rachel Dolezal of <laughs> Egypt. He's like, nah, fam, I wasn't from there. I don't know the Egypt you're talking about. Grew up in Egypt. I guess they don't speak English in Egypt, even though. <laughs> Yo, he's just. Uh, oh, my God. So let's finish the sentence. Uh Of course, in a perfect world, there would be a greater pool of English-speaking Egyptian actors to draw upon for this movie, but the practicalities of production, the names which are required by studios to finance a movie of this scale, the fact that the movie was entirely made in Australia with specific guidelines about how many imported actors we could include due to financing Australian content quota requirements, all these aspects had a part to play in the casting of the movie, which, again, I don't understand what you're talking about because everybody is imported. Only two of these people are Australian. You could have <laughs> imported some people from Egypt. 
and you would have been better off. Fam, Moon Knight went there two years ago. <laughs> Chadwick isn't from there. Gerard Butler isn't from there. Elodie Young isn't from there. Jeffrey Rush isn't from there. Like, none of these people is from there. It's... Jeffrey Rush is from under the London clock. You know what I mean? <laughs> that nigga is, like, born under Big Ben, bro. Like, he's the most English person you could have found. Right. Your your boy, Nicolaj, he ain't Australian. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, you reported... Your man is a Dane. <laughs> yeah, 70 to 80% of the cast. So, if that was the issue, what's wh- why could you not bring in some egyptian people that doesn't make any sense um because that's not the egyptian the egypt he knows fam that's not the egypt he knows more from alex perez finally i do believe this movie (laughs) is not the best one to soapbox issues of diversity with yes in the wider argument i do believe we need more people of color and a greater cultural diversity in movies after all hollywood has spent a century of more making 90 percent of its content based in american culture it's time for a change and as one example i do agree that often great performances by black directors in hollywood movies are overlooked by the academy but in the instance of this movie and based on my own cultural heritage I attempted to show racial diversity, black, white, Asian, (laughs) as far as I was allowed, as far as I could, given the limitations I was given. It's obviously clear that for things to change, for casting movies to become more diverse, many forces must align, not just the creative. So those who are offended by the decisions which were made, I have already apologized. I respect their opinion, (laughs) but I hope the context of those decisions is a little clearer based on my statements here. Why are you talking about old shit? <laughs> Why are you talking about old shit? <laughs> I already said I'm sorry. Remember remember that Spike Lee, John Singleton can't get a movie made. <laughs> also, also, also. <laughs> Why y'all looking at my movie? Don't you look at everybody else? Please don't look at the movie entitled Gods of Egypt for any diversity in Hollywood. That's crazy. Your man was like, okay, so Lionsgate was like, Alex Proyas, you need some media training. We just, you might run into some bumpy terrain out there. You know, they might be asking you some wild questions. We just want you to just, hey, 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 Lionsgate, (laughs) I'm Alex Proyas. I'm from Egypt. I do this. Let me handle, (laughs) I I do this. (laughs) Let me handle mine. I'm just like, the audacity on one hand to say, you know what? Hollywood is kind of fucked up. More black people should be getting nominated for these big roles. Also, 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 why are you trying to blame me for the casting of my own movie? They wouldn't let me. It wasn't up to me. I was trying to be me. I was trying to be me. You know what I mean? Like they would, I I was trying to cast a black, but they said, Alex, (laughs) (laughs) let's not get crazy. You already got one. Yeah. We gave you the blackest nigga in Hollywood. Yeah. We gave you Black Panther. You know, so what more do you want from us? It's just like, what are you saying? Like, what are you talking about? There aren't even enough Br- British speaking English speaking Egyptian actors, even though in my I said Omar Sharif's name. <laughs> like there are people that exist. You are Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you're Egyptian. You wouldn't even... <laughs> he was like, them niggas can't talk, right? I'm from there. I know. They <laughs> still... <laughs> still got some catching oh up to do. 
Get on my level. Get on, yeah. Meanwhile, also, don't look at my movie. Don't, yeah. My movie's not the one to talk don't, about. Don't come to my movie expecting cultural diversity, even though... Even though I'm Egyptian, by the way. But this movie isn't set in Egypt, though. So, <laughs> so this isn't really Egypt. Also, the movie title of my movie is Gods of Egypt. Chadwick, for his part... You know, I mean, he he was very upfront about it multiple times. I'll choose this specific instance from an interview he did for GQ. Uh, GQ asked him, speaking of movie projects, there's a lot of controversy right now around your movie, Gods of Egypt, with the studio now apologizing for whitewashing the film. What made you get get on board with the movie originally? And Chadwick responded, I generally try to tune things out like press controversy, but some people around me told me, hey, you might want to look at this. And when I originally was approached with the script, I thought this critique might come up. I really did. And I'm thankful that it did because actually I agree with it. That's why I wanted to do it. So you would see someone of African descent playing Toth, the father of mathematics, astronomy, the god of wisdom. And in the movie, I actually outnumber the other gods of the movie, literally and figuratively. It's hard for other people to know that without seeing it. But yeah, people don't make 140 million movies star- starring black and brown people. Shakes head. Shakes head is in the brackets. You know what I mean? So you knew that he was just like, <laughs> yeah, thoughts and prayers. Black, black disappointment. Black. You, they should have black <laughs> nods head blackly or shakes head, <laughs> shakes head niggerishly. <laughs> My man was like, I know this is bullshit, and let me tell you why. <laughs> But that was my de- my my man. See, okay, so this is this is what I'm picking up on. I'm I'm, I'm seeing Alex Proyas does it. He thinks he knows mental jujitsu. He thinks he knows press jujitsu, and he fails miserably. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chadwick Boseman is like the Malcolm X of Hollywood, obviously, <laughs> and he's just like, I know this is bullshit. That's why I did it. <laughs> like in my career, I hope to be. I hope I get in some bullshit ass movie like this. And then some people from I don't know from my high school are like camera seat, you 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 you, just, you went down the wrong path, you saw the bullshit, and you went right for it. It was like no, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you what I really did. I donated my entire check to the NAACP. Seats, fuck you, you didn't know what I you didn't know what I was gonna do with that. You didn't know what I was gonna do with that. Ah, mental jujitsu. Well, that's the thing. See, he knew how to do it. Chadwick knew how to do Chadwick- it. Chadwick. In, in numerous interviews is basically like yeah i did it because there was no black people in the movie i had to do some right. there had to be a black person i had to, in the I had movie. To do it for us it's called gods of i Egypt. did it <laughs> he was like i did this for us can you imagine the casting process come with me where cat came in and he was like so you know i was looking at the toth and you know like i learned this and this and i was like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. this movie's not about egypt <laughs> Alex Proyas was like, let me stop you right there. <laughs> I'm Egyptian. I know what I noticed. Take it from a I'm... real Egyptian. <laughs> now, can you go tell Nikolaj to come walk in real quick? He's going to be Horace in my movie. By the way, this is Horace. By the way, this is Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, Ra, Jeffrey the Rush. god of god the of sun. sun. <laughs> who looks like... Who looks like... A bar of soap that was left out in the sun. Left out in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and then he literally gave the Oscars look to the camera. It shakes head. <laughs> shakes head. Shakes head niggerishly. <laughs> oh. My God. Just 
the gymnastics done oh, to make these arguments work. We got it's obviously we got more, baby. I can't wait. They I all they wait. all because they all had to say something. So your boy Nikolaj, from all places, a bizarre interview from RedBull.com. I don't Red Bull the drink. Red Bull the drink. We're doing we're doing film interviews. It was something <laughs> called Red Bulletin, which I don't know if it still exists. It was a. I'm gonna take a bet. I'm gonna take a bet. <laughs> it doesn't. It was one of those weird interviews that you read sometimes from places that don't do interviews, and they're like asking non sequitur kinds of questions that you're just like, "Who?" Nicolaj, it's Patrick from FruitLoops.com. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Fruit Loop? You know what I mean? And then like purple. I heard your mother died, and you're just like, "What? What? What? <laughs> what do these things have to do with each other?" What's happening? What's going on? What's happening? So it's it's a real mind fuck of an interview. But this is I forget when this was done. I think it was not that long after the movie came out. And so one of the, this was one of the random questions. Uh Red Bull asks, Is there anything about your job that gets on your nerves? And Nicolaj responds, Yes, all the criticism about gods of Egypt. A lot of people are getting really worked up online about the fact that I'm a white actor. I'm not even no! not even playing an Egyptian. I'm an eight no. foot tall god who turns into a falcon. Part of me just wants to freak out, but then I think there's nothing you can do about it. You can't win in that sort of discussion. He took the negative way out. He was like, all oh, this bullshit about me. I turned into a falcon, nigga. I'm not even Egyptian. <laughs> what gets on your nerves? People get it on me about being in a movie called Gods of Egypt, where I'm not even an Egyptian. I'm a fucking bird man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like... All right, it's, it's me, Patrick from Lionsgate, Lionsgate uh, HR again. I, I know we just got done talking to Alex. He told us he was Egyptian. We believed it. Now, Nikolaj, we know you're Danish, so we just want to get, we just want to get this straight out of the way. Hey, hey, Patrick, I'm the star here, so I need you to take a back seat and listen up. I'm going to tell him the truth. I'm going to give him that hostile Walder. <laughs> truth that the people want so much my question is is there any egyptians in the movie called gods of egypt because apparently <laughs> it's not it doesn't take place in egypt and nobody's egyptian hey, hey redbull.com <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> um dry butler's turn oh god and i can't take it in a bizarre interview where i think it it reads like gerard butler is having a stroke I read this three times on three different websites because it reads as if there are words missing and I want to see if you can make sense of what he's saying. I I don't I don't understand these sentences <laughs> how they're put together. <laughs> Gerard Butler told Yahoo a year later doing promo for his masterful turn in the movie Geostorm. That he has no regrets about playing his whitewashed Gods of Egypt character. No, because I think that was, it was, you know, I understand the movement generally, but you consider our movie, one of our leads was based on an Egyptian god who was not black? 
Mm-mm. We had Ethiopians Mm-mm. in the film. We had Egyptians in the film. We had all different actors from all over the place. That was never really. They were from everywhere. So I thought that was a little too much to try and damage a movie like that. I disagree. <laughs> hey, Gerard, Gerard, it's me, Patrick again <laughs> from Lionsgate Press. Oh my gosh, I've had quite a day. Alex Boris told me to fuck off because he's Egyptian. <laughs> Nic- Nicolaj is the star, so there's no talking to him. Gerard, I need you to listen to me. You're Scottish. You're not Egyptian. I just need you. I just need you to. When when they ask you those questions, they've been asking us all these questions. We need you to please, please, please. Just, I just want you to say something that makes sense. <laughs> I just want you to make say something that makes a lick of sense. Just, just well, cogent thought. That's Patrick, all we need. You know, I was. I guess when you think about it. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I. I. I don't understand what he's even saying. <laughs> One of our leads was based on an Egyptian god who was not black. Who was not black. Does he think that Anubis is just a dog? So they showed him, like, <laughs> the Discovery Kids, like, the DK, ancient Egyptian book, and it was like, all right, so that's Anubis. These are black people from Egypt. No, nah, that nigga's not black. <laughs> no, nah, none of these people are black. They're obviously not black. That's a dog. That's a hawk. That's a snake. That's a dog. <laughs> I don't see any black people here. <laughs> You're showing me animals, Pete Patrick. You're showing me animals. This bullshit out of my face. So I thought that was a little too much to try and damage a movie like that. I disagree. He's not done. I don't. What? I mean, I hope he's okay. <laughs> but I, that was a word salad. If I ever read one, I don't. Sound like Olympus has fallen on his head. <laughs> um, back to our boy Alex Preyas, who has, <laughs> while not making movies, found time to discuss gods of egypt in multiple venues um in 2020 uh he was speaking with some place called neos cosmos it's a website sure i don't know uh press says he was seduced into making gods of egypt in 2016 which turned out to be a critical and box office failure after the collapse of paradise lost it was like being seduced by someone new after a bad breakup i embraced it i needed to work he was blindsided by the reaction to the movie, which he says was he was killed by American identity politics, even though it did well in China, where they do not give a shit about that stuff. We face the rage <laughs> of many African-Americans who consequently say not give a shit. Did he say that? Do, they do not give a shit about that stuff in China. We face oh, the rage man. of many, many African-Americans who Stop. consequently were not asking for more Arab or Semitic or Mediterranean people. The greatest irony for Preyas is that his own heritage is Egyptian. I am Egyptian Greek. I was born there and my mother's family migrated to Egypt from Cyprus. But my father's ancestry extends all the way back to Egypt of antiquity. And Egypt traded and lived side by side with Greeks, Phoenicians, Jews, and all the people of the Aegean, he laughs. 
So miss me with your little <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. He looked at us and was wow. like, "You don't even go here." <laughs> I'm the Egyptian. <laughs> I'm the Egyptian here. You listen here. I'm Alex. Goddamn Proyas. We faced the rage of oh many African Americans. He might as well call us the blacks. We faced the rage yeah, of the like, blacks. He said the African Americans with the hard arm, yeah. man. He was like, <laughs> he was like, who are these niggas? You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, who are they? Because he's never seen them. Uh, in yeah, Egypt, not in Egypt. From. <laughs> this movie was killed by American identity politics, even though it did well in China, where they don't give a shit about that stuff. <laughs> My man, so <laughs> I wish he was like a better storyteller because, like, I'm, this I I I used to work at New York's, you know, famous infamous if you've worked there a <laughs> metrograph um and i've heard all kinds of filmmakers tell wild stories i've heard wes anderson talk about tennis i've heard about i've heard the exorcist william Friedkin talk about gambling <laughs> you know i've i've heard gary oldman talk wild stories about his acting uh his, his early acting days this guy <laughs> It's just, he's all huff and puff and no substance whatsoever. Like, yes. in China, they don't give a they shit about this stuff. Fuck about those niggas over there. Dog. Black people. <laughs> black people in America. Identity politics. Down my throat <laughs> in their identity politics, trying to figure out who, they, who the fuck they are. Yeah. Like, your boy is just wild. He's Egyptian. Like, <laughs> but... I swear to God, if you talk about the identity politics of my movie, I'm going to hit you with I'm Egyptian. So fast your head will spin. Now, remember, Alex Perez apologized initially when oh, all here, this was coming. Here we, here we go. Here we he go. Apologized with the, I apologized. Haven't you had enough? And You've taken your pound of flesh. From, from the website Flix.com, this year, in 2022... In the in the year of our Drake, <laughs> six years later, Prius, who has never been one to mince words, describes the experience to Flix as fucking horrible. Adding, "Hey, what Egyptian director would enjoy having his mythology movie canceled because there were some white people in it, along with black and Asian people?" <laughs> What you is Mike Berbiglia has this wonderful punchline. What I should have said was nothing. <laughs> but he had a what lot I, to say. But instead, I decided to keep fucking talking. And talk he does. Prayers continues. I mean, I get it. Oh Racism is a problem. God. Racism is a problem, but not everything is racist. Big screen movies were already broken a long time before that. Original sci-fi and fantasy are not genre studios want to finance anymore. Noting audiences want to see those kinds of movies. Just superhero stuff. What someone referred to as baby food movies. Um, And just the final cherry on top from his Facebook once again. I guess I have the knack of rubbing reviewers the wrong way. This this time, of course, they have bigger access to grind. They can rip into my movie while they try to make their main their mainly pale asses look so politically correct by screaming whitewash. 
Oh, now you want some melanin. You got some melanin <laughs> in your voice, huh? That's a melanin in your voice. <sighs> you, this guy. That's the man who made this, this movie. That's the energy he definitely came with in this movie because he he went from I'm Egyptian. I there's all kinds of and 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 your boy uh, Gerard was like there's all kinds of people in this movie. To who gives a fuck? And Nicolaj was like, I'm not even Egyptian. <laughs> I'm not even Egyptian. What are you mad at me for? The check already cleared. I'm off to the next thing. I think heard they was making a Game of Thrones reboot. I got a job, baby. So I mean, yeah, that's you know, from top to bottom. What a yes. shit show. What a what a absurd uh, ride. This is like we've run into some some wild boys, Jordan, on this podcast. Yeah. Mike Binder. Yeah. Uh, it's the guys who made White Man's Burden. Yeah, we got the screenwriter of Green Book. We've we, Mississippi Burning. People said some wild burning. stuff. We we've listened to some wild stuff come out of some people's mouths, but never have I heard people negate <laughs> their own ethnicity <laughs> and in the same breath use it as a weapon. Yes. I made a movie called Gods of Egypt, which is not about Egypt, but also I'm Egyptian. Boom. So I get to say what is and what is not politically correct about my Egypt movie, not about Egypt, that doesn't have Egyptians (laughs) in it. Yo, this guy deserves all the flex bombs. He's just, he's playing a game that we, we not, he's playing Chess. We're playing checkers, baby. Like I don't even know what he's playing, dog. He's, he's <laughs> your nigga is playing Candyland, bro. Like he, he's playing. He doesn't. Yeah. He's just. He's just. It's worrisome. <laughs> it's just worrisome about like what he thinks about his own people. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if he's willing to throw him under the bus and like you know, cast him as extras in a movie about his own culture, like he got the chance to make. The movie about his own culture. I'm not. And here's the thing. I'm not even saying Nicolaj or Gerard can't even be in this movie. I'm not even saying that. I'm not even saying they can't even be like one of the leads. I'm just saying like Rami Malek was making was actively making Mr. Robot at the time. Like there are there are people there are Egyptian actors. There are plenty of. This movie didn't need that big name because obviously you didn't, you barely got it, right? Yeah, I mean that's Gerard is the biggest name in this movie. You got like the fifth lead from Game of Thrones. You got the dude from Olympus Has Fallen. Yep. And Chadwick Boseman wasn't even Black Panther yet. Yep. Like, I'm not shitting on any of these people. Like they did great things. They did. Eloda Young has been in some great movies. Like mm-hmm. all these people have been in some interesting movies. Shout out to Jeffrey Rush's face, you know. For, he's got an he had an Oscar at this time. The King's Speech won the Oscar for Best Picture. Like he 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 had names. Yep. It didn't help his movie. No. This movie is still empty bunk at the end of the day, and like you're defending what is this the your legacy, bro? Like, I guess so. He's is gotta, that the hill you want to die he's on? Ready to die. You know, um, well, let's cue well, up Juicy then, because this guy is. 
drinking something, man. Uh, well, let's let's get into our favorite game to see how critics received this movie. Uh, Cameron, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, and actually, no. Let's start with IMDb. Yeah, because we we know the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, IMDb. What do you think it has out of ten? Okay, Rotten Tomatoes gave it seventeen percent. So IMDb is the people. Yes. I want to say like a four five four point five. Reverse that five point four. Ah, oh, <laughs> no. no. which is not great, but not which is not great. Bad though, like that's kind of middle. There are healthy, there are healthy reviews in there saving this. Yeah, you know, so like from where it should be. Yeah, like it's not high up on the the rankings, but it's definitely not like trashed as it as it should be because this is not good at all uh <laughs> uh if we go over to rotten tomatoes like we said it's got a 15 percent critics oh yeah didn't yeah. like this movie uh at all uh and any because they have eyes way. alonzo Duraldo from the rap wrote a mismatch of unconvincing visual effects and clumsy writing, not to mention another depiction of ancient Egypt in which the lead roles are almost all played by white folks. Gods of Egypt might have merited a so bad it's good shredding fod fan base had it maintained the unintentional laughs of its first 10 minutes. Instead, it skids into dullness, thus negating the camp classic that it so often verges on becoming. Okay. Accurate. Jocelyn uh, Novick of the Chicago Sun-Times gave the film half a star out of four, writing, It's obvious the filmmakers <laughs> were gunning for a sequel here, but this bloated enterprise is so tiresome by the end, it seems more likely headed for a long rest somewhere in the cinematic afterlife. Damn. Yeah. Buried it. So here's the thing, right? There was an idea of this becoming a franchise because... Oh, I bet. They spent $150 million on They yeah. spent $140 million on this. So I forgot... <laughs> that wrath of the titans had clash of the titans right? right and so like they had made a sequel to that movie which i just completely threw out of my head um and i think they were they were game on that so much to the point where this movie did get a mobile game that i oh, don't even want to see <laughs> yeah no um but it it did exist. I hope it doesn't exist anymore. Um, I hope all those people who worked on that game are yeah. just like you know thriving, doing well. You know, one job can't stop the show. No. Uh, so if we go over to our absolute favorite, Amazon.com, Cameron Gods of Egypt. What do you think it has out of five stars? I feel like I'm actually going to be mad if this has five stars. I think it probably does though. Do you have a five? I'm going with five. Four and a half. So not enough. Close. Not, no, no. Seventy no. percent five stars, fifteen percent four stars. Seventy percent uh, yeah. five stars. Uh yes. Five stars. Never understood the negatives on this movie. I was so entertained. I'm such a sucker for these kinds of movies. The grand epics, the fun things, and the fact that this movie has Egyptian gods and battles that are really big. And Nicholas Kostrowaldu is one of the head gods who loses his position uh, and challenges his uncle, so on and so forth. So this person is like, love it, love it, love it. Uh, it was a movie. It played in front of my eyes. I enjoyed it. Five stars. Luxurious, exquisite, daring, subtle. 
all adjectives, all adjectives I would not use <laughs> to describe this movie. <laughs> what is like obtuse to you, then, bro? Like. He's like he goes to Metallica concert. He's like, mm. I like the subtle flourishes. Yeah, no, it's really, really <laughs> nice, really low key. Um, now, obviously, this movie got no awards, uh, but it did get nominated for five Golden Razzies the year that it God came damn, out. Right, nominated for worst picture, worst director, worst actor, worst screen combo, worst screenplay. Uh, worst, yeah. worst screen combo was nominated as any two Egyptian gods or mortals. Uh, so basically, anybody on screen Anyone at the same who's time. Anyone on screen <laughs> during this movie. So, what a ride we've been on, Cameron. This movie oh, is is this was hard. This was hard to take. Hard, man. but also just like it's one of those curiosities, right? Where just every step of the way, you have to say, "What was everybody thinking? What was going Why? on in the minds of?" Any and everybody involved, except for Chadwick Boseman, who knew exactly what he was doing and why he was doing it. Everybody else. He was padding his bank account. <laughs> padding his he bank account. He was like, account. Howard was not cheap. And and saying, I was in this movie just so I could talk shit about this movie after this movie came out. Yo, <laughs> that was my shout agenda. Out again, <laughs> again, shout out to Chadwick Boseman, who again proved how much... The king he was shakes on this head. planet when he was here. Just <laughs> shakes head blackly. Just we shake it we shaking our heads in in honor of you, Chadwick. Um I just cause I mean to not know as an Egyptian <laughs> the kind of backlash that this movie potentially was gonna face when it came out, when you cast nothing but white people. And then to say, <laughs> sorry to those who I have offended, which is the classic, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, sorry not sorry. Sorry, y'all haters my is mad <laughs> because y'all are on my level. You know what I mean? And then to follow it up <laughs> with just comment after comment after snipe after snipe of yeah. fake Jedi mind trick bullshit where he's trying to convince you <laughs> That the movie that he made is not the movie that you watched. You watched. Then, four to six years later, to say that movie was some bullshit and I was seduced into making it like he didn't have a choice. And then, (laughs) to continue to come for the African Americans, the rage of the African Americans was the downfall of my movie because on 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 top of everything, on top of everything, he blamed the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know what? If this movie was only released in <laughs> China, where they don't is? give a shit about that kind of stuff, it would have made a billion dollars. He's like, fuck these niggas. I'm moving to China. <laughs> Let lest we forget that Great Wall, a movie funded <laughs> mostly by Chinese investors, barely oh. made back its money its own budget in china like people in Bro. china did not want to see great wall you so what they makes you think they want shit. to see gods of egypt <laughs> <laughs> but i'm egyptian <laughs> but i'm egyptian uh yeah fun fact exodus gods and kings was banned in egypt uh you could not watch oh. that movie <laughs> there what? Um, I was trying to see if something similar happened to this movie, but there was no 
information saying it had been banned, but I would not be surprised if people just did not decide to watch. Well, Cameron, very Larry Davidly. I don't even think we have to reimagine this movie. I think we can just bury it deep in the ground. Yeah, consider the tombstone put on this one. Yeah, because I mean, why even? What is there? Rest in pieces, gods of Egypt. What is there of this movie to even salvage or think about? I mean, even if it was black people, it'd be a shit movie. Like, it's not. Yeah. Like, the script is like, (laughs) you you listen to it and you're just like, oh my God, I cannot. When is this over? But think about that too. Like, certain movies, you know, if somebody was to describe to you what happened and like kind of give you the, the broad strokes and like, I mean, that's basically how you pitch a movie a lot of the times is like tell me what it's about what how would you even describe this to a studio executive you know what i mean there's you know what i i feel like i know how he did because i feel like i see what it was on paper right i see it's like it's okay so it's egypt right but it's not egypt (laughs) the gods live amongst the people and basically this movie is a two-hour indiana jones movie shot on a blue screen what do you think? But imagine if nobody with the charisma of Harrison Ford and <laughs> none of the exciting stunts or like cinematic just panache for filmmaking. Yeah, was involved. And instead it looks like a PS one cutscene from uh Prince of Persia. <laughs> what if we took actual footage did you, from did you like that game though yeah what did if, you like that what game? if we took actual footage from gods of war and superimposed gerard butler's face <laughs> he literally pulled his nephew in and told he like like it was some kind of weird like art piece like he walks up into lion's gate and he's his he pulls his nephew into the room plugs in a playstation and starts playing prince of persia right says nothing by the way just says nothing silent in the room and then the studio executives look at his son and like or look at his nephew they're like what, what is he doing then Alex Porras walks in. He's like, I'm Egyptian, but I'm not. <laughs> this is my nephew. This is Prince of Persia. Do you like this game? Would you like to see this on the big screen? Wait, didn't we already make a Prince of Persia movie? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make it better, though, because I'm Egyptian, but I'm not. <laughs> but it's also like, did you like Prince of Persia, the game? Well, what if it was also nothing like that, (laughs) except for maybe two instances where this weak-ass thief jumps twice (laughs) and, like, probably should die? By the way, by the way, just so we can get some specificity for the people who will not watch this movie, as they should, don't watch it. Uh, The action scenes are so basic. Yes. That's why they're boring. Is because they're all like running from point A to point B and jumping from platform to falling platform. Yes. Like there's no, or, oh, ooh, there, let's dodge, dodge this thing. You can tell everybody's looking at tennis balls. You can tell everybody's dodging shit that ain't there. It's going to get animated in like three months across the, across the pond somewhere. Like all the action scenes are so basic and shot like, like a Transformers movie, so they're all like big sweeping shots. I will say the one thing that was actually like kind of cool and actually had me invested 
like visually was a scene where Zaya is being they're talking they're communicating with Zaya in the underworld uh through this like sand yeah typhoon thing this sand twister that's the that's the communication port i guess i don't know whatever uh, and the camera kind of did this like 360 degree thing where, you know, it would land on her as she talked and it would spin around and it was all very smooth. Actually, it was like kind of visually pleasing and aesthetically pleasing and interesting. And then the movie progressed and yeah. it was, you know, just the trash pile that it was. But literally that one thing was like, oh, wow, you, there was an idea there. There was like you carried through an idea, a visual motif and you completed it. Yeah, I would say the only thing that I enjoyed and not the way that probably was supposed to be enjoyed was the scene where Zaya was in front of the, I guess, all white pharaohs of uh, Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In the afterlife. Yup. And they were basically like, yo, what you got on you? (laughs) What you got on you? And my man was like, oh, here you go. And they're like, all right, you good. And then the next person was like, what you got on you? And she was just (laughs) like, a penny and they're like get your broke ass <laughs> get, your, <laughs> get your broke ass into that <laughs> get in the hell <laughs> open these gates open these motherfucking gates they can't open these gates fast enough god damn get this yeah. poor a ass penny. motherfucker out of here <laughs> boo boo <laughs> if they're always just like boo, boo. her poor ass <laughs> boo her poor ass <laughs> that was kind of tight uh, <laughs> I did think that was funny. I openly laughed at that. I was like, wow. Yeah, I don't think it was supposed to be, but I was just like, I mean, yeah, turn this into a roast. So they're just like, who? <laughs> Look at this broke oh, ass. Man. Oh, my God. It was like the kind of laugh. I know this isn't, this, this isn't evergreen. Maybe we cut this. But there was a moment in um, last week's We Own This City where it's so... Like, this guy has been, this this police officer has been just the worst person, you know, throughout the entire series. And, like, obviously showing you how bad he is. And then when he gets captured, or he gets, like, written up and called in, he's like, what's going on? What's the problem here? <laughs> and all I could do was laugh. <laughs> because I'm like, how did you not know that you were going to get caught, bro? Like, you were wilding. Yeah. <laughs> you were wilding. Um, well... Yeah, well, we're gonna skip over remaking this movie. It doesn't need to be remade. Also, I mean, don't yeah, don't remake this. We don't yeah. need this. We can scorch the earth of this. Yeah. We're gonna find all remaining copies of the DVD and burn them along with our copy of White Man's Burden. Yeah, better better to just make anything, anything else with the money with the hundred forty million dollars. It could go to a lot more. Make again. I don't know how much forty-year-old version cost, but make a hundred forty million dollars worth of forty-year-old version. Yeah, like you give know. give Rada Blank all the the money that you were gonna make the sequel with. Give it to Rada Blank. Although the 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 last thing I will say is that part of me was like, I would just love to sit with a hotep and watch this movie. <laughs> I just, they wouldn't make it past the first minutes. I just want to hear Doctor Umar's review of Gods of Egypt because these mayonnaise faced pharaohs, <laughs> these mayonnaise faced pharaohs, no mayonnaise, mayonnaise face, <laughs> no mayonnaise at the function. Um, well, let's 
just transitioned into caucasity rankings. We got three levels of caucasity as always. First level, yeah. shorts in the winter. Um, you know, it's it's ninety something degrees now, but so those shorts are acceptable. Yeah, in the winter months though, you know, like now now keep that shit in the closet. Dudes dudes are, are coming out, they're feeling more confident about themselves with the shorter shorts, they're trying to show some thigh, you know, and uh <laughs> live that life, but not when it's negative five degrees outside and clear, why, clear. Why? and you're going to the bodega for ice cream i bet don't lie no you're just going out you know i mean you're going out into the world you know like no short jaunts out to the bodega no actual physical activity is being had you are just oh. walking around living your life in shorts in shorts and that is not a violence you know, like it's not something that nothing is, to do with us. Yeah, it's not hurting me. Uh, I'm just, I'm just concerned about you. I feel the same way about you as I feel about Gerard Butler after reading that quote, <laughs> where I just, I couldn't make sense of what was happening. It just, I was, I personally, not hurt by it, but uh, have concerns, right? Confused. Yeah. Second level, Cameron is. Ish. <laughs> this uh, the second level of Caucasity in this movie is touching my hair, so at this point, this this movie is causing disruption at the function. <laughs> this movie uh, <laughs> is trying to trying to throw you for a loop. Yeah, it's invading your space. It's there's tr- there's 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 hate in its eyes. There's pain involved. It's not a it's not a good look. No. Um and and this movie is now hurting you. <laughs> yes. Um the third level of caucasity goes what We got this week. Our boy James Patterson who Oh yeah. What a week he's had. Uh because like your man Alex Proyas could not stop talking. Could not stop talking. In the beginning of the week there was an interview that he did by uh The Times in the UK. Where he described uh, older white men, basically in his line of work in the publishing industry and in Hollywood, facing another form of racism. Uh, Basically (laughs) going on to say that, what's that all about? Can you get a job? Yes. Is it harder? Yes. It's even harder for older writers. You don't meet many 52-year-old white males. Just gonna let that marinate for a second. I think let that sit in the ether. We uh, can say the contrary. In fact, I think more uh, more succinctly. Literally, like everything is made by fifty-year-old white men. Yeah. Oh wait, where is it? Yeah. Basically, we can say. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god. Oh my god. Stop <laughs> fucking lying. Cause this is bullshit, right? I mean, we all yeah, know, we know that. We know from the start. I mean, he was probably talking to an older white person for this interview. Uh I think that <laughs> And they chuckled after it. Yeah. Um elsewhere in the interview, uh, he describes himself as someone who's almost always on the side of free speech. And when his publishing company, Little Brown, staged a walkout in 2020 in protest of the release of Woody Allen's memoir, uh, he went on to say, I hated that. Allen has the right to tell his own story. So 
not yeah. only just he can self-publish yeah not only not only Stupid just idiot. um coming out and and lamenting the fall of the white man in hollywood uh and publishing but also decrying woody allen's treatment uh and his rights to be published meanwhile james patterson infamously doesn't write shit <laughs> so kind of ironic for I, a man I, who has spent literal decades paying other people to write his books so he can put his name on it to come out here and claim that isn't it hard to get work as a 50 plus white man uh then, i mean that was like a known fact that was like a known fact like jay-z wrote still dark dre like we we all we all knew yeah. what you was up to james patterson you're not slick yeah but then he came back on tuesday and said, I apologize for saying white male writers have having trouble finding work as another form of racism. I absolutely do not believe that racism is, is practiced against white writers. Please know that I strongly support diversity of voices being heard in literature and Hollywood and elsewhere. He clinched his bank account real quick. He was like, oh, my shit. My, yeah. my bank account hurt real quick. Uh, but this is, again, the ultimate level of violence where you know exactly what you're doing. There's no way. And so many of these You wouldn't have said it unless you meant it. Yes. And you're in an interview. Like somebody is writing down or recording the things that you are saying. This is not a (laughs) confidential conversation that you didn't think would ever be heard by anybody else. You regular niggas don't get interviewed, fam. (laughs) Like you did something to get interviewed And and you chose to spend that time talking bullshit. You allegedly are a writer. So you should know. That's right. That your words and the choice of words matter. So you choosing to say that this is another form of racism. There's no way that you could say, oops, didn't really mean to say that. Poor choice of words. Because what you actually meant was James Patterson. everything that you said. So ultimate level of violence, uh, something that was intentional, was was meant. And you don't really give a shit how people feel about it. Uh, Cameron, how would you rank Gods of Egypt? <laughs> I'm gonna have to say that Alex Proyas and James <laughs> Patterson been hanging out on the same boat <laughs> out at sea. Um, yeah this this movie is on top of being a colossal failure mm. and a boring, empty vessel for like whack. CGI action sequences and like below below average dialogue. It's like the top level of caucasity. You literally <laughs> took the birthplace of civilization and erased the melanin from it. And Chadwick Boseman even had to involve himself to make sure that it wasn't a hundred percent erasure of melanin. Yep. He didn't even want the job. Was like, <laughs> I'm cashing a check, bro. And with that, that's how I feel about Gods of Egypt. And may no one ever have to watch that Hell piece of shit no. past this day. Yeah, I mean, first thoughts after finishing it were... Ugh, you ugly as fuck. You out of pocket. Just out of pocket. <laughs> just come just on, dog. Out of pocket. What's happening? Just... You know what I mean? In the movie, ugly as fuck. And it is. It is literally so much of it is shot. With these terrible, like, you remember in Mortal Kombat, in the new Mortal Kombat, where they were yeah. like, this is Outworld, but it really looked like a chair yeah. in the middle of, like, 
that's what this was. Like, this is Egypt, but really, it's just oh, a lot of desert. That's uh, all we got. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, come on, dog. What, what are you supposed to say after watching something like this? Not only is it just a bad film, like, legitimately, again, not, this isn't Mystery Science Theater 3000 level, like, you're going to have a laugh. Fun. Look at how funny this shit is. It's like, this is bad and boring and way too long. Um, none of the performances. Two, hour, two are, hours and t- 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and we watched it on Tubi, which made it a whole two hours and like 40 minutes or something like that. And Chadwick is the only enjoyable part of it. And he's in maybe yeah. 10 minutes stops. Um, so like for a movie, <laughs> for a movie to be that bad, on top of being that just bold in presenting itself as gods of Egypt. Okay. This is, <laughs> this isn't Atlantis, right? This isn't like right. some fictional, this isn't, you know, like, okay, we're going to do the Hobbit again or Lords of the Rings again. But like some of these hobbits are black now, or like, you know, this isn't, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This one, isn't one of these, <laughs> Yeah, we're not one of these hobbits is Godfrey. We're not doing, you know, Arthurian legend and saying, okay, Mm. well, like, like, like the Green Knight, right? You know, like, it's not like that where it's like, sure. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cast somebody who's not white in this leak role because we want to kind of spice it up. And also, he's a really good actor. So it feels good to put them in this position. This is literally (laughs) about a real place. And real culture, and you're just like, nah, but I'm Egyptian though. <laughs> Step aside <laughs> and let a Patrick, real Egyptian enough is enough. get to work. <laughs> so, just for that alone, and God, but again, these motherfuckers wrote Dracula Untold, <laughs> The Last Witch Hunter. Last Witch Hunter. And then somebody asked them to do another movie, which turned out to be this. And then somebody said, do you want to make yet another movie? More movies. <laughs> we love it. Keep it up. Great work. You know what I mean? Like, that's just insane. You lost the studio $90 million. <laughs> want to try it again? The fact that if a black screenwriter had one of those, that's a wrap. That's it. It's a wrap. You know what I mean? You're making bounce originals <laughs> at best <laughs> for the rest of your career. Directing episodes of House of Pain for the rest of your life. So just all of that combined, let we're going to give it three, three plus. You know what I mean? Gods of Egypt yeah, is... is uh, on you've to- taken the cake, Gods of Egypt. Like, you've literally taken the cake yes. and turned it into a falcon snake. <sighs> well, Cameron, we... We, we we are still here on the other side of this movie. <laughs> I, I hope you did not have to to drink too much to uh to get to the end. But I didn't drink enough. <laughs> my God, I I can't I, I gotta get the taste of this movie out of my mouth. Uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, that's gonna do it for yes, us this thank week. Thank you for being here. Yeah, Cameron, tell everybody where they can find you, what they should look looking out for, uh, and because this is gonna come out next week. Tell them what they can so, go do on that Friday. If you if you are listening to this, well, first of all, you can find me <laughs> on IG and Twitter at the Blipster eleven thirty eight. I'll probably be posting about this, 
But this will come out Thursday, so the next day will be Friday. And on that Friday, today, if it's the day you're listening to it, that Friday, you can come and see me in person at BAM Cinema Fest. I will be supporting my movie, Fernie and Luca, which I am a supporting character in. Come on out, see some melanin, see some people. See a good movie. I'm coming for you, Alex. And have some fun. Because uh, we all watching too many of these white saving mm. movies. And God knows we need a respite. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Um, uh, also, shout out to Karen with Love. Find them on YouTube. And um, maybe I'll make a movie in the future. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and I'm Jordan Clark. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JRSOSA18, JRSOSA18. Uh, if you're listening to this again next Thursday, you can go to your local comic book shop and pick up the first issue of Samurai Sonya, which would have come out the boom, day before. Boom. Uh, so that'll be in stores. Very excited about that. Um, also, be on the lookout for the Red Sonya one shot, which is going to be basically a fairy tale remake of jack and the beanstalk with red sonia that i wrote that's going to be out august 15th um so the all, all the things that you can look forward to um if you want to get in touch with us you can find us on twitter at white underscore pod you can also reach out to us on uh white people won't save you pod at gmail.com if you have any questions for us if you have any uh movie reviews that we should watch uh we've been getting a few emails recently which has been really nice uh people suggesting films and just reaching out so that's always nice to see nice to hear from y'all um same with whatever you're you're listening to us on whatever podcast provider you use if you could rate review subscribe all that good stuff we've been getting some really nice reviews kind reviews on uh apple podcasts and other places so we always appreciate that as well um, but we will be back next week with more Cocacity. Until then, peace. Peace. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. You can't save us. We don't want to be saved. <laughs>